0: me ain't gonna make this a mystery don't want to do time on your wishes three watch it boy you don't want to diss me or i'll dish out my misery now who's that sorry wannabe that disturbed my peace? Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hello. Hello, hello citizens. Uh, Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone review show. I can't believe I still haven't changed the intro. I don't give a shit though. Uh, Let's just get into this episode, guys, because it's been a while since I've done this show. I've been mostly focusing on Shitty Movie Showdown, the video show we do. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Writing some stand-up and then doing that. And then, uh, so this show kind of got put in the wayside there. Or the back burner, or whatever you want to refer to, you know, forgetting about something for a while. So this episode is, if you notice, I, I intro it with Shaquille O'Neal as Kazam in one of his many Oscar-winning roles. And... I I can't believe how bad the rapping is in that movie. It doesn't flow at all. It's very simplistic. It's almost uh, monosyllabic, really. I mean, he says misery. That's not monosyllabic. But I'm saying it's so simplistic that it might, it might as well have been. Um, he basically is just like slow motion rapping. It was, it was fucking terrible. Anyway, this one is called The Man in the Bottle, episode 202. It debuted October 7th, 1960. And it's just fucking stupid. It's just a stupid episode... It's about a genie, you can tell by the name of the episode, and you can tell what's going to happen. I was a little confused in this, because, I mean, we're going to get there, so let's just get into the episode, Uh, because it is going to come up here very soon, so I'll I'll just wait, I'll hold off on that. Again, put it in the back burner, forget about it for nine months or whatever. So the last episode I did was like right before the New Year, it might be around Christmas, I did it with Frank. Um... I just got really bored right now. I've I've banked seven episodes as far as notes go, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm bored right now. It's a holiday. It's Fourth of July today. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna record an episode because I need I want to do something right now because I'm bored. And here we go. So, I don't know why you give a shit about that. Um, the, the, this one starts off with this antique shopkeep. He's so in debt that he's just an asshole. When this old lady comes in trying to sell some fucking bottle. She, she has like a wine bottle. One of those ones that has the, the straw on the bottom. Um, it looks like it's from like a third world country. Maybe they stored their uh, ashes in it. I don't know. It looks like an old ass bottle. And he's like, I don't, I don't want that bitch. Get the fuck out of here, you, you, you poor asshole. And the old lady's like, oh my god. What am I going to do? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, t- I'll take a dollar for it. And I'm like, god damn, a dollar nowadays. Like right now a dollar. Would be too much for that. And a dollar is almost worth nothing right now. That is, so back in 1960, holy shit, a dollar? That's like giving her a hundred bucks right now. That is fucking insane. No goddamn wonder your business is failing miserably. You kind of deserve this point to be homeless and, and divorced and just out on your own, just destitute. And you kind of brought this on yourself, giving out a dollar. Giving out, let's just say a hundred bucks for the, just because I don't feel like looking up the, uh, the rate that it would be now, so let's just say a hundred bucks for for an empty ass bottle it 's not full of like children's tears or, or like fucking a magic elixir that that gives you eternal eternal youth or you know eternal life or anything like that it's just an empty ass bottle as far as he knows, and he's like fine, I'll give you the dollar and he's all pissed off about it and then um he gives it a dollar and then his wife comes in and then basically the whole thing escalates into some domestic violence here where they have an argument about how he is, how bad he is with money. He's like, what's it even matter anymore? And he, he knocks the bottle on the ground. It breaks. Um, this bunch of smoke pours out. The genie comes out and then the genies, this, um, older actor, I guess back then he wasn't too old, but he, he's in smoking aces. He plays, uh, the, the dying, uh, mafia guy. Anyway, love that guy. Um, I love him so much that I don't even know his name. It's um, Joseph Ruskin, if, you, if you're curious, because I have IMDb up, and that's just how I roll. That's how I live my life. He he shows up and he goes, "I'll oh, grant you four wishes," and I'm like, four? That's a weird number." Because if you if you listened to uh, Kazam, he um, he he offers the the standard three. And I guess I got some questions about genies and things along. Is there another word for genies, or just just genies? Um, because most of them give three, correct? Um, I'm just going to assume I'm correct. Um, a leprechaun kind of does whatever you want until you give it its gold back. If maybe they give three, it might also be three. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how wish wish workers do. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> is there a, is there a like some sort of league? Is there a a union for them? I don't understand what, what they get. When they get together, what do they call themselves, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. But the point is, um, most of them give out three. This motherfucker gives out four. I dream of Jeannie. Girl gives out just an infinite number because she married the prick. I don't fucking get it. I just, it just seems like it's just whatever you need for the convenience of your story. In this situation, the writing needed four to wrap up the episode. So they went ahead and said four. It's the only time I've ever seen four. So you know it's just just a writer covering his own ass, by right? ah oh, fuck, there's four in here. Well, I guess the genie just says four then. Fuck it, moving on. Um, he only gives out a wish. He, he said a line in here that that threw me off and, and confused me greatly. He said he he's like, all right, I'm gonna give you these four wishes, and then I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back in the bottle. He explains very carefully the process of genieing, not as far as um, determining the amount of wishes, but as far as um, his work ethic and how he goes about it. He, he gives out four wishes every century and a year. So every 101 years, that motherfucker comes out and grants four wishes. Okay, that makes sense. I'm fine with that. But the problem is the year is 1960 right now. And the second he gets out of the lamp, he walks over and he starts turning on lights and he starts flipping around with electricity. And I'm like, motherfucker, what are you doing? The last time you were around was 1859. They weren't they didn't have just like electricity fucking everywhere. Like, what are you what are you doing? What you, you have no concept of this unless you could hear shit when you're in the bottle. And what kind of goddamn misery is that? You should not be smiling. You should be like, hey guys, you have four wishes, but seriously, go ahead and take your time. He shouldn't be popping up every time they say something, just like, yeah, oh, Johnny on the spot, I gotta I gotta fix your wishes, I gotta get these done. So I get back in my bottle and sit around and, and watch time go by, fully aware of what's happening. I don't I don't understand why he why he wants to get back in the bottle. And he also has like extensive knowledge of how the FBI and the Scotland Yard and all these, all these, um, government corp. I don't want to say corporations, but government. Uh- Government, whatever, fuck. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, my brain's not working right now. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm mad. This is, it doesn't make any sense. He knows how all these fucking things work. I mean, Scotland Yard was around back then, but not the goddamn FBI. What are you talking about? What are we doing here? And he just knows exactly how it works. So and he's like, I can call them. You know what a phone is? What the fuck you? Oh, so he, so he has to be alive in the bottle, fully aware of what's happening. Are there other like? Does he have like bitch genies in there where he's just getting laid, man? You know, an excessive amount of times where he's like, I want to get back in the bottle because it just, it's just like an eternal blowjob in there. It's amazing in that bottle. There's a Shit ton of like you go in there, and it's just like Austin Power's uh swinging bachelor pad where he's just getting fucking BJs nonstop. Um that must be the only explanation for his his want to get back in the box. There's just no there's no reason to go back in there, that's all I'm saying. So they waste a goddamn wish. This couple, this they're probably in their fifties, sixties. I mean, they are the actors themselves, probably 58, 59. Maybe maybe a little younger. But I think if Rod Serling came on screen, he would go, this couple's 22 years old. And you're like, whoa, no, that's off by 40 years. But that's just how the, the Twilight do not work back then. They, I think they stroked their actor's egos a little too much. That's how they got him to come on, I think. Anyway, they waste a the wish fixing this glass cabinet that was, was shattered. He fixes it. Um, and then the fucking guy... The main character's name is Arthur. It's Arthur and Edna Castle. He cannot contain his goddamn excitement over this. He's like, oh, 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 ah, oh. I've never been that excited about everything, anything. I, I don't know if I could muster... Like, if I contained all my excitement... Like, I bottled up all... Ironically, if I bottled up all my excitement over a lifetime, I wouldn't have as much stored up as this man does in this one moment. And his wife has kind of the the reaction she should where she thinks it's evil and i i kind of agree with her at this point because he fixed that shit right in front of you and at that point i'm going nope i'm out once you prove that this shit is real i don't want to fuck with it because why would you there's no uh, there's no advantage Uh, but i think this guy doesn't leave you alone till you do the other three and you can't be like uh, unless okay here's my question Uh, i'm gonna bring it up now because fuck the ending if you on your second wish go, oh, I don't like the way that first wish went at all. I don't wish. I wish I never met you. I wish I was right back at the beginning before I met you, and I never bought that bottle, and this it never happened. You still got two more wishes, still though. You, so you can't wish for more wishes, but you're technically wishing your wishes away at that point. And for some reason, the genie's cool with that. I I would assume so. I think you have to use your last wish on that, which which means if you have a thousand wishes. Which this guy can just pull out of his ass, how many wishes he wants to give you? Apparently, that means you got to go through so much goddamn misery because every wish is is just just turned around on you and twisted in this this sick way because this genie's a fucking sadist and he just twists it around you and he says, "Oh, I, I didn't come up with it. I didn't. I'm not the one that twisted it. You just didn't get specific enough." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you want me to drop a contract and like bring in some fucking paralegal in here and and get this thing pounded out? Like, what do you want me to do? I, I, this doesn't make any sense." Anyway. Um, his wife thinks it's evil, but he's just sitting there going like, "I could wish for this," and he's just coming over the possibilities of what he could do with this these these three last wishes. After I think after he blew that first one, he's like, "All right, I got to make some smarter decisions here." Yeah, I already made a poor one buying this bottle in the first place, so technically I shouldn't even have this. Um The second wish is for a million dollars right here on the floor in five and ten dollar bills, and then the genie proceeds to make it rain like he's at a fucking strip club, like he's at the the the, the pink rhino or the the. Gold Jaguar. I don't know the, the fucking Labia Manor. I don't know what they call strip clubs. Never been the one. Um, those the Labia Manor sounds fancy, doesn't it? And only because it has the word "manner" in it. You know, you get some old timey. This is 1960s, so if you call "manner" back then, you just get some. You get some 1960s girls all fancy and shit. You know, you can't like smack them around or anything. And, and I think though, if it's called a manner, you could touch them. It's because it sounds more homely, more cozy. Um, like like pink rhino, I don't know what that means. I'm gonna go ahead and not touch these girls because I I assume the bouncers are dressed up like pink rhinos. Why else would they name it that? I don't know. I don't wanna fuck with it though. Um anyway, the genie makes it rain, and then he laughs when he's off, whenever that he's not on frame in the in the shot, he's laughing maniacally, like aah, aah. and it's like, Oh, that's sinister as hell. Okay. And then they show close ups of him and he's not laughing at all. And then every single time they cut away, he's instantly laughing and it's just like really poor editing. And I don't know, maybe it was like his genie power that he could, he could throw he could project his laughter, his maniacal laughter over, over them. Maybe they couldn't hear him maybe only we could. I don't know. Um, we cut back after commercial. there's a weird party on top of their money, and they're just handing out stacks of money to people. Like, here you go. I think it's people, all the people they owe money to. That's what I assumed, and they're also giving on like, kind of like a charity thing. And then just handing out money to people. He even gave more money, like stacks of money, several stacks of money to the lady he bought the bottle for. So he's like, she's double dipping in their charity. And it makes me go, why did this bitch show up again? She showed up again, just just expecting a handout. Who is this evil fucking lady who knowingly gave them this lamp and wanted to get rid of it so bad because she knew it was evil that she comes back for their evil money in the which is which is serving as a as a, as a there's a life lesson of don't wish for more than you have because it it, it bites you. And she's just like, I'm going to double dip on this couple because fuck this couple. I hate the castles. For some goddamn reason, this lady's in line. I just didn't understand. She's evil. She's the most evil person I've ever seen in, in anything. Um, after they hand out all the money, the the IRS shows up. And to me, it seemed like they gave away almost all their money, but I forgot it's not 5 and $10 bills. So they probably only gave out a couple grand to everybody. Um... They, here's what I didn't understand. Okay, the IRS guy talks to them, and he goes, all right, well, your taxes for this money that you got, I'm not going to ask where it came from for some reason, even though I'm the fucking IRS, and that's kind of important. Otherwise, I'm going to assume you're like money laundering or you're goddamn drug dealers or some shit, but I'm not going to ask where it came from. I'm not going to ask if (laughs) there's some sort of income. You guys own a business. Um, Did they cook their books is one question. The second second question is, why is there $942,000 of taxes. I mean, he said it also includes, um, they're paying off the building or something like that. The mortgage, how much they're behind the mortgage, but let's just say it goes down to $900,000. I think it was even like $935,000 on the taxes. So let's just, let's just say $900,000 on 1 million. That is a 90% tax rate. Do they live in fucking England? Are they the who are they? The Beatles? What the fuck is going on? This is the most cavalier IRS agent ever in the fucking history of IRS agents. Of, I mean, it's already a shitty job, and you gotta look like an asshole at all times. But this guy is charging triple what you should be charging. I think I think when you make that much money, you're in the 50% tax bracket. So you're talking about 500 grand at the most, at the most, and maybe they're behind, say 550. I don't know. Let's there we go, 550. It's so amazing that the taxes that they have to pay on this it's almost all of it and it makes you go okay i will never make any money because there's no fucking reason to because i can't keep any of it this world doesn't exist that's what i'm saying holy shit it's nonsense so the genie shows up and he's like they're like we have five dollars left or something like that five or ten dollars left that's all we have and then the genie's like you know you could have asked for it after taxes that should have been your wish and they're like oh you son of a bitch you asshole and I was like, this is when I was like, guys, um, kind of on you. I mean, I understand that you didn't have a, a wish to bite you yet. Maybe this is the one you learned from, though. So from here on forth, go ahead and take your time. Drop a contract, like I said. Bring us some lawyers here. I mean, you can't pay them yet. But maybe you work that into the wish that the lawyers are paid with whatever you ask for next. You know, You know what I mean? Get creative with it. Go ahead and think of every angle. I mean, I think this motherfucker pops up every, every couple of hours and be like, guys, you working on it? In which case you go, yeah, go away. I'm thinking about it. I'm working on it. You'll get back to your blowjob bottle here in a second here. You'll be getting genie hummers in a moment here. I'm just going to go ahead and, and work on this until I come up with a, with, a, with a scenario where I'm not getting fucked over six ways a Sunday because you're a genie with like six six dicks and six separate days of the week. I don't understand that phrase. I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. now. it doesn't doesn't really make any sense. Anyway, so take your goddamn time. Drop a contract. Fucking, like, like, do your fucking homework, guys. Think of everything that can go wrong. Even if you cut down to, like, like, I think there's one episode where he asked for a million dollars or something like that, and it ends up being, it was robbed from a bank, and he gets arrested like that, and then that's one of them, but take your fucking time. Just don't goddamn rush. I mean, you are in your 60s or whatever. Um, But still, go ahead and think. Think it over for... An hour. They, they're putting no thought into it. Anyway, third wish, they decide that they're going to go with... Um, I mean, I can't even think of a way this could backfire. He wants to be a head of a foreign country that can't be ruled out of office. And that's all he says. And immediately when you hear that, you go, oh, a dictator. That's, a, that's what dictators are. And then, obviously, they turn, he, the genie turns him into goddamn Hitler at the turn, you know at the end of the war. And some guy comes in and gives him fucking poison. At this point, I was, uh, how am I going to how am I going to broach the subject? The guy, the, the Nazi guy, brings in poison. He's like, "This is for this is for you, and Mr. Mrs. brown and He's like, "I'm Hitler, I'm Hitler." It's it's, a, it's it's so funny. It's so stupid the way they do it. Anyway, at this point, I saw that his patch on his arm is the right facing swastika, but the flag on the wall is the left facing swastika, and I was like, maybe it's backward. But I also tried to look up what does it mean because I see that in movies a lot where they do the left-facing swastika and maybe they do that in real life. I don't know. And I was like, maybe it's just kind of a way of showing it where it's not technically the swastika we all know and see. I was almost said no and love. That would have been the wrong signal. Although I did find people who love it because I looked up, you know, the meaning of the left-facing swastika just so I can get more information. And then I quickly realized it just takes me to a bunch of neo-Nazi websites. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore I want to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to have a record of having been here. This isn't where I want to have been. It's like stumbling into a clan meeting and being like, "Oh shit, they're burning fucking crosses here." And I got those little hoods and shit. I'm just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Um, uh, you want to like, you know, I mean, they have like re- they have refreshments and hot dogs and shit though. They're, they're grilling out here. You want to hang out though? You, like you're on a date or something? Like you want to hang out, honey? Like what's this? Let's just see what's going on here. No, you want to get the fuck out of there, especially if you're um <clears throat> yeah. Black. The the long pause made that sound like a bad thing. I uh, love it. So Hitler smashes the poison. Um, this is Arthur as Hitler. He was like a chunky Hitler. It's really, really fucking weird. He smashes the poison on the ground that the guy gave him. It turns into the lamp at the beginning of the episode. Um, because he he basically he wishes, he's like, I wish I never met you. Or I wish, I'd... whatever the fuck he says. Basically, the I wish I take it all back. You know, Wish throws in the ground, turns the lamp. He, he's back to his shit life, but he's super happy about it. And I was like, man, being Hitler really makes you appreciate your life. It really does. Like, like I mean, personally, I spent six months abroad as Hitler. Um, and it just really clears your life up. It, it puts everything in, like, just rack focus. Like, it you, you gets right into focus. Like, it, you, everything becomes crystal clear. It's kind of like taking mushrooms and just after that, you're a different person. Your, your your view on life has changed. You're more relaxed. You're more you know more you know you're 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 settled in. You're you, you you realize what's important: family, nature, all that stuff. But being Hitler, man, it is. It takes a little longer than mushrooms. But for those of you who don't like you know psychedelic experiences and, you know, being Hitler for, for a little short while. I mean, this guy was only Hitler for like an hour and he's happy about it. So, you know, he's also older so he can handle it more. I think if you're younger, you got to be Hitler a little longer to get the full experience. And to, because you know, the anger that, that teenagers have and young people have, it's just, it takes a little bit longer as Hitler to overcome it. Um, I think that's why they started him off right at the end of the war. He was about to kill himself because he was, they, he knew he could handle that more. If you start a 20 year old there, they're not going to come back from that. They're just going to be done. They will they'll, they'll ruin it. So they have to start them off kind of like early Hitler, you know, like middle of the war. And if you're like a teenager, say you're like from the street or something and you're going down a gang path, you got to go like 1930s Hitler. Like you got to go from some maybe 20s, like where you kind of go through the painting phase and then, you know, jump forward to like your rise to power. And then the downfall, it takes a lot longer. It's just it's a whole thing. Anyway, guys. Where the fuck was I? I'm going to start this Hitler uh, retreat camp soon here. I just want to let you guys know. It is, it's not in for, it's not for Hitler. I'm against Hitler, but I am for people experiencing life as Hitler because it is awakening. It is, it is a retreat. So they thought the glass was unbroken. They're like, hey, we got something out of this whole deal. <laughs> He's sweeping up the lamp. And then, um, he moves the broom because he's a dumbass, and then it the broom handle hits the glass cage. It breaks again, and then there you go. It never none of this ever happened, basically. And I was like, maybe you should be more careful. That's kind of on you. They don't really seem concerned about it though. Although I think okay, here's this. They throw the glass into the wire basket outside and on the sidewalk, and I'm like, you really shouldn't do that because there's this wire and the glass is going out there, and people are going to cut their feet. And you're just like cutting up these street-rich kids, and then they're... And you're just an asshole at that point. And there's, like, this reverse-footage shot where the bottle gets fixed, and you can tell they just broke the bottle from afar and shot, you know, reverse the film. Anyway, and I was like... At this point, I was like, so all their bills are paid, though. So they're not behind anymore. But... And that's a good thing. And first of all, let me say it's a good thing. They can they can live. They can, they can continue now to live the next 20 years of their, their lives going into debt all over again because there's a reason this fucking business is failing miserably. It's either your management, which, yes, we've seen your management style is terrible. You're buying bottles for $100, or it's just the market because you're selling antiques. Maybe you need to move where your business is, which you can't now because you don't have any money, but you're not in debt, but you also don't have income, really, because there's no goddamn customers coming in here. You have to sell the things before you can buy more yeah it's kind of that's kind of how it works um obviously right i mean no i had to explain that to anybody this is how we get how works so so they're just going to fail all over again but maybe that by the time they get there who knows maybe this took them 40 years to get here where they're in debt so maybe they, they won't even notice because they'll be goddamn dead because they're so old so and i don't think that this does not feel like a couple that has children and if they do fuck those kids because they're, they're fucked anyway uh, maybe that's one of the wishes I should have made was, uh, can we not have kids? Like, can those kids just not have existed? So they're not going to live with their sh- the shame of their parents. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. That that was the man in the bottle. It was. I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's okay. It's not bad. It's just like, eh. You know where it was going. You know what the last wish is going to be. And especially when he said 4. If the, the number 4 is what made me go, okay, that's the get out of jail free card. I think that maybe maybe the genie realized after thousands of years this millennia of giving everyone three wishes he he went, you know what I should institute a fourth wish policy where the fourth wish is solely reserved for you know backtracking to to ending the contract or or starting over it's a it's a it's, a, it's an eraser basically it's an eraser wish maybe you should call it that that would be a good title for this episode Eraser wish. anyway, guys, I'm gonna head out. Um, go to liwstudios.com or LoadingWonderland, or excuse me, um, youtube.com slash LoadingWonderland. Check out Shitty Movie Showdown. It's it's an awesome show. We watch shitty movies and we make fun of them, and we just have fun with it. It's like MST 3000. Um, but we watch different types of movies. We watch all this different shit. Nick Cage cast is also merged with Shitty Movie Showdown, so we go. all the Nick Cage movies that I watch are on there. They're fun. It's fun shows. Go check them out. There's other shows on there too, lawstudios.com. And I love you guys. I love you guys. I kind of love you guys. Until next time, and in the meantime, I have been, always will be Phoenix West. So long, citizens.